everyone, and welcome back to Doing the Most with Corella. I am her, she is me, she is I, Corella. It's your girl. It is, I don't know, we're in like beginning of August, and I'm finally stopping and dropping to do this podcast full force. I kind of feel like I have my first podcast jitters out of the way. You know, I, I recorded the first episode, and then I finally got it approved with Apple, and and finally got the R and finally got it all up there. And then I just didn't record for like two and a half weeks. And I don't know. Now I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in the mood. Okay. I'm lubricated. I'm ready to record. And what perfect way to tell this story than on a podcast where in my mind, I have so many listeners, right? I'm going to fake it till I make it. In my mind, I'm picturing you all listening to this and it's multiple people, right? But, you know, first podcast out of the way, I got some constructive criticism from my husband. He told me not to laugh so much. He said, I laugh way too much. I'm not that funny. So now I'm going to just take a laugh break for myself. And I'm just going to like take a second after I say something very funny and just be silent. And when you hear that, it's literally me laughing to myself, but you won't be able to hear it because Caleb said that's not okay. And he said I was too breathy, so now I'm going to take a breath and swallow away from the microphone. I just did it. If you if you could hear it, I just did it. Um, but now that I have that constructive criticism, I'm going to really put it into full force with today's episode. And oh my goodness, is it a sort of a doozy. It's a doozy for me and my husband, but it may not be a doozy for you. So this is going to be a story time, Okay about, and I know we're all sick of hearing about coronavirus, but look, it's a pandemic, it's what's happening, it's what's hot. But this doesn't necessarily have to do with the virus itself, just about the climate and what it has turned us into, okay? So back in the beginning beginning of coronavirus in America, you know, it kind of hit the U.S. like, what, February, March timeframe? Um, you really couldn't escape the news articles. I mean, you really can't escape it now. But back then, it was always talking about corona in other countries rather than the U.S. And it freaked me out. No joke. And all of these headlines, it's airborne. It lasts in the air for three days. It lasts on services for five days. It was just insanity. And I was so terrified. And this was right around the time where they told you not to buy masks. They said, don't buy them. You don't need them. You're going to be at home. Essential workers need them. But for some reason, I just tuned all of that out and said, yes, I do need a mask. And so does Caleb and Cooper. Um, And so I let that fear kind of erase all of my rationale for when I purchase things online. And I decided to look into buying masks online. And I told Caleb I was going to do this. Um, I don't have to run any purchases by him, but because we are in this pandemic, I thought, well, maybe I should run it by him to see if this is a legit thing we should do. Well, if anyone knows Caleb, just know that he is never informed on anything. Literally has no idea what is going on in his own country. Doesn't read the news. Doesn't watch the news. Doesn't have a news app on his phone. I had to legitimately go in and download like USA Today or K and our local USA Today and then I installed our local news app like KNWA 
just because I would come home and I would say, oh my God, did you hear about X, Y, and Z? And he'd say, I don't even know who that is. It, it was mind boggling how someone could just live in such a, uh, I don't know, the space of, of naivete. Not only does he never know what's going on in the world, but he has no anxiety or mental health issues. So he is like, it, I don't know what that feels like. Nothing causes his, him anxiety. Nothing, nothing bothers him. He is just like a go with the flow kind of dude. He, it literally takes him 30 seconds to fall asleep at night. Okay. So when that kind of guy comes home and is saying, oh my goodness, have you heard about coronavirus in China and in Italy? I feel like that's when I knew like shit was actually hitting the fan. If Caleb knows about this, <laughs> then it is a problem. Okay. If Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky knows about this, then I got to buy these masks. And what did your girl do? I legitimately went to Dr. Google and I said, best mask for viral protection. And then I see N95 and I'm like, sweet. And then I type in N95 viral mask. And my stupid ass clicked on like the first link that popped up, of course, and it is this website called EM General. Now, that should have been red flag number one. What in the hell kind of website is called EM General? What does that mean? Okay. I am very weary of unknown ladies coming up on the e-commerce game with, with acronyms that I'm supposed to just already know. And I did not know. EM General. What does that mean? General store. I am the general. Okay, what's that Shaq commercial? Go to the general and save some time. She's taken. So why is your website that name? Red flag number one, did I know this? No, I was full steam ahead. Scrolled through the website and I was like, oh, I see an about us. So I go to this about us and I click on it and it gives me like this, this full on biography of everyone who started this company, okay? It shows me who the CEO is. His name is Mike. It shows me the CFO, the marketing person. It's just all these people. And they look like nice, normal people, right? There's a white guy. There's an Asian lady. I think there was a black guy. It was great. So I said, huh, this seems legit. The website host was real. Everything seemed real. They even had reviews of the masks, okay? And these reviews weren't written like a fake review would be where it's like, very nice, great mask, love it. It was like a detailed review. Bought this mask to wear for working in my shop, works really well, no breathing problems. Like that, that was the kind of review that was there. So I was just checking off boxes. When if, in reality, if I would have just stopped and really looked, I would have noticed that every motherfucking thing on this website was found on some stock Google search, you know, Getty images, like 100%. But your girl was not phased. All I could think about was, ain't no Rona coming up in this house. And I was going to make sure of it at any cost. So I go through and I see this mask and it looks really cool. It has those like viral filters on the side and it looks, looks really I don't know, it reminded me of Mad Max. It was very Mad Max-esque, okay? Or if you've ever seen those like high fashion Chinese TikTok videos, it looked like one of those. And I was like, your girl's gonna be styling and anti-viral, okay? And so 
I did what any loving wife and mother would do, and I bought three. Did I look at the price? Not until I was about to hit checkout, okay? The masks were like $25 each for one mask, $25 each. So in total, I spent maybe 75 bucks, which is so much money on a mask. And I know what you're thinking. As soon as I said that number, it was like record scratch, right? The bitch spent what? $25 in a pandemic? Yes. My stupid ass spent $25 on a mask. Bought three of them. One for me, one for Caleb, one for Cooper. So I probably bought, I don't know, I bought these masks in, it was like February, like 25th, okay? Not much longer after, like not, not much longer than like my son's first birthday. And then like right, but right before stuff started to shut down in America, okay? So I bought the mask and then... It said, you will get a shipping confirmation. Everything went through. It was like through Shopify, which I've used many times before. Everything went through, no problem. And it said, you'll get a shipping confirmation when they ship. So I'm not kidding. Weeks go by. Two weeks go by, and it's now like 1st of March, and I haven't got a shipping confirmation yet. So I just go to the, the website, and then I see at the very top, and there's like these like clip art like sirens, like a little red siren. <laughs> and in red in all caps, it says, Attention customers, due to high demand, high international demand, mask shipping has been delayed, but will resume shipping on March 13th or something like that. And it was a few days before March 13th. And so I thought, mm, okay. It makes sense. Everyone wants a mask right now. You know, shit's getting wild. Rona is scaring everybody. Everyone wants a mask. No problem. So I waited. And then when March 13th happened, I never got a shipping confirmation. I sent an email, a customer service email. Okay. And the email, I said, hello, your message said mask were to ship between March 15th and 19th. It is now March 20th. What is the update on shipping? I have yet to receive a shipping confirmation or order track number. At this point, I'd almost ordered the mask like a month ago. And they did send out like an email. It went to my spam. That's literally red flag number two. It went to my spam, but they sent out an email saying shipping delays. And so that's why I said that last email or last message. So then I get an email. Okay. And before I get this email, at, at this point, I'm literally sweating because I'm thinking, oh my God, I just got scammed and I used a main debit card to buy these masks. And now they have all, all of my information somehow and they're going to just wipe out my bank account. And now we're, we're going to be homeless. Like I went to so many different scenarios of what was going to happen that I had to like start taking my anxiety medication again because all I could think about was EM General, EM General, I don't have the masks, $75, all three masks, and I can just get stupid, I'm so stupid, oh my god, I'm so stupid. So after I sent the email saying, one of the, ma one of the masks is going to ship, this is the email I received, and y'all, I'm an English teacher, okay, by trade, right, 
podcaster by night. I don't claim to have perfect English, nor do I claim to have never made a mistake on an email or something that I have sent, right? But this is supposed to be a legit company, and this is the email they sent me. And I'm going to read it with the exact words and verbs that they have chosen, okay? So first of all, the email comes from a Jacob Long, and then in parentheses, E.M. General. And it says, dear customer, not even like a dear Corella Kordsmeyer or dear Corella or dear Miss Kordsmeyer, okay? Dear customer, red flag, you don't even know my name. They probably sent this to every single person. Dear customer, I am Mike T, just T, not a full last name, CEO EMG, and personally thanks for reaching out. I would like to thank you for your interest in purchase with EMG and hope you will find a pleasant experience. Due to, due to unexpected response and high, high in all caps, volume of demand of our mask, we are facing a little delay in shipping out your order. However, we are making sure to give you a quality experience. I am giving a brief explanation on different issues and questions you might find helpful. How many filters come with each mask? We are selling two types of mask, coronavirus antivirus N95 mask, which I'm pretty sure is illegal to market that, by the way. Comes with two filters with each mask. Gas mask comes with 10 filters each mask. Please note, we are not selling filters. However, we are making arrangements to list them separately from coming weeks. I would personally let you know when these filters will be available. We are importing masks from Turkey. At this point, my eyes are bulging out of my head. My stomach has fallen out of my butt. And I've realized I have been, I've probably been scammed, okay? Right? Next question. When my order, literally, when my order will deliver? When my order will deliver? When my order will deliver? Due to the high global demand for this product, we are in the process to set our warehouse in the USA and we will start shipping from the USA from 5 to 9th of March. Once your order will be shipped out, the ETA will be three to five days. So I sent this email on like March 20th and inside of this message, it says we'll begin shipping from March 5th to 9th. Lies. And there's literally no verbs. This person forgot almost every verb in the sentence and no, no periods, only commas. <laughs> only commas. How long each mask lasts? How long, how long each mask lasts? What? It depends on the quality of environment. However, our masks are washable, reusable, and can be used 10 to 22 days after each wash. What? Wash your, wash your masks more than 10 to 20, wash your masks. For how many age it fit? <laughs> For how many age it fit? What? Our masks are fit to size and can be fit from age group 10 to onward. 10 to onward. Yeah, this product is good for 10 to onward. What? And then they go into talking about bulk purchases. If you want to make a bulk purchase, you can buy 40, get 30% off with this code. And then the kicker is, can we cancel your order? Okay. Because at one point I said, cancel the order. I don't want them anymore. Give me my money back. 
And they said, as we have paid for your order to our manufacturer and have made a bulk purchase, so we sincerely apologize, apologies, not apologize. There's a difference, right? So we sincerely apologize. We are unable to cancel your order. Please read out, please read out refund policy here. Okay. And then it says, if you issue was not addressed, if if you issue was not addressed, please reply this email and one of our customer support agent will be in touch with you in a timely manner. Please understand all the delay is due to high demand of product and public response in our product. I appreciate your patience and cooperation with us. Kind regards, Mike T. <sighs> Y'all, that email was a doozy. A doozy, okay? When I read that email, I freaked out because I realized, oh my gosh, there is no mask coming. This is most likely a scam, okay? And I freaked out because I, I bought these masks with a debit card that we use all the time. So, of course, I'm like, shit, 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 shit. And I did not tell Caleb for a little while because I was so embarrassed that I was like, mm -mm, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to let him know. So then I call our bank and I have to explain to the bank lady, like, hey, I got scammed out of this purchase on this day. Um, can we dispute the charge? And because it's a debit card and not a credit card and funds are made available, you know, the same day, they had to go through hoops to, to get it proven that it was fraud. So I had to give like the business name um, I had to file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. I'll get to that in a second. And then I had to give all the documents over to the bank. And I mean, it only got disputed, approved, like a month and a half ago. Like, that's crazy. So I get on the computer and I'm Googling, like literally, what to do if you are scammed? Because that's how scared I was. I'm Googling what to do if you're scammed, what to do with e-commerce fraud. The first thing that comes up is to file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. So I do. I find EM General, the company, where it's licensed, and I make the complaint. I just explain, like, you know, I ordered these masks on this day. I got no correspondence. I send an email saying when will they ship. I got this badly or poorly worded email in response. I have had no such responses afterwards. They will not cancel my order. They will not give me my money back. And I still have received no product. Gave all of my information, receipts, everything. Turned it in. Didn't think anything of it because I got some stock email later from Better Business Bureau um, about it. So I just didn't really think, I don't know. I didn't think they were going to do anything about it. So the way that Better Business Bureau works is they send complaints to the business and they let the business respond. Okay, and if the business doesn't respond, then the triple B sends it to somewhere else, right? Well, shocker, the business responded with that random email that they sent me. <laughs> and I don't know if there's like an agent, like a real life agent at Better Business Bureau who reads through those things, but I know she was laughing, not only at that email, but at the stupid ass people like me who bought that stuff, okay? 
But the story isn't over yet, okay? It's not over. There is still so much more. So after I turn in the complaint to Better Business Bureau, I think, okay, that's it. I got scammed out of $75. I canceled my card, and then I just put a watch on the account. And then I told Caleb. And he thought I was so stupid. Can't believe he spent $25 on a mask. We have cloth masks. We had these, like, surgical masks in the cabinet from when I was sick when Cooper was a baby and I had to wear a mask around him. So we still had a bunch then. He was like, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, sorry. Sorry about it. (laughs) So then I get snail mail letter from the U.S. Postmaster General or something like that. And honestly, I thought they were going, it was just something about changing my address because I didn't change my address on a lot of stuff from when we moved. And I've been getting like threatening letters from my bank and some other places that are like, this is not your address anymore. Change it. And I'm, I just haven't done it. I'm lazy. Okay. I'm lazy. But no, it was like a legal proceeding from like the U.S. district attorney. No fucking joke. From the U.S. district district attorney saying that I was named as um, like a, I don't know, a person that has been affected by this e-commerce website called EM General. And it was like, your name has been listed as someone who either, and then they listed all these things, like either A, paid for a product, never received it, or B, um, paid for a bulk product and only received like half or something to that matter. And then they were like, we have a suspect in custody. And once we've, you know, we can't release the name right now, but once we do and and formal files have been charged, files, former, formal. Yeah, whatever. Once they charge him with like the files, then they can tell us his name. And I'm like, holy mess. This is real. This is a real legal, like, Somebody allegedly, I gotta throw that in there so I don't get sued. Someone allegedly frauded a bunch of us in America and my inner Karen started to come out. I was like, I wanna speak to the manager of the internet. Who let this happen? Shopify, you are fraudulent with him. You let this person do this to us. Like, it was like an out of Karen experience. I was so heated. I wanted to get on my phone, find my key, you know, send him like, you know, you can send people like a box of dog poo or something or send them like a box of confettis when they open it up, it spills out in their house and it's really hard to clean up or glitter or something like that. That's what I wanted to do. Where are you, Mike? Let me find you. So then we get another message in the mail and it names who the alleged mastermind is behind, um, behind EM General. It turns out EM General was run by a guy named um, Rodney Stevenson, okay? And Rodney Stevenson started the company in like September, November of 2019 and then creates this website to sell these masks and pretty much attempts to capitalize off of COVID-19 and stupid people like myself to buy these masks. 
So this is the letter that we got. And the letter is just from, like, the DOJ, pretty much. We got in my letters, and I still get correspondence, like, telling me, like, the charges that were filed um, and, like, what's going to happen or when his trial is going to be, that sort of thing. And then they always just send, like, a press release from DOJ. So this was the, the press release from the DOJ. The United States Attorney's Office for the Northern District of California unsealed charges today in a criminal complaint charging Rodney L. Stevenson II with wire fraud for his operation of an e-commerce website that allegedly scammed customers into paying for N95 masks that never that they never received. Me, aka me, I am customer. It is she, she is me, okay? So the company... The guy's from Michigan, but he licensed the company in California. So I think that's why the DOJ of California is doing it. So apparently, like, hospitals or doctor's offices tried to buy bulk from this person, and they never got the mask, which is really, really sad. Like, my problem's not that big compared to that, because those essential workers actually need those masks. So it's crazy that someone could think to do this. And I don't know if it's... He never intended to have the product or he never, maybe he got some and couldn't get his hands on more. But instead of saying like, sorry, I can't get any more, he just kept taking people's money. That's my problem with it. And that poorly worded email. But here's the biggest thing. So remember when I said Mike T, Mike Thomas was the CEO of the company. That's who sent me the email. But this guy's name is Rodney. Here is some Shit, y'all. Okay. He not only allegedly is accused of, you know, taking people's money and not giving them masks, but he made up fictitious people. Okay. He invented a fictional, this is from the DOJ article, he invented a fictional chief executive officer, Mike Thomas, from whom fraudulent emails were sent, as well as several other fake officers or employees of the company. Stevenson also used stock photographs from the internet to create a page depicting this team of fake professional management staff. After customers made their first purchase, the defendant offered additional masks to those customers at discounted prices. Y'all, Mike T, if you search on some stock image website, um, white man in suit. That is Mike T. How did I not know this? White man in suit. Asian lady in blazer. Black man smiling behind computer. That, that's literally what it was. <laughs> he created fake people. He is accused of creating fake people for this website. And who fell for it? This bitch. Me, y'all. Oh my God. So then... This DOJ just says about four victims who paid for but did not receive the masks, just like me. Um, and then it says, follow-up emails from Ian General sent to customers. Um, false excuses about supply and shipping issues were made. So you never got the, never got anything. And then one customer spent like over $400 on the masks that said to be in stock. So this guy is charged with wire fraud, um, and of course, you know, it's, it's only alleged, you know, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. But if he's found guilty, he could face like 30 years in prison, five years of probation, and a fine of a million dollars. You know, I always 
find that people who commit fraud like never go to prison for a very long time. Um, that's just have is, is anyone seen like American Greed? <gasps> they are going to be making an American Greed episode about this guy eventually. <gasps> American Greed, call me. I will be on camera. I will talk about Rodney real fast and Mike T. You won't be able to get me to shut up. I will go on and on and on. I also want to go to trial. I want to see what Rodney looks like. Actually, let me Google his face. Rodney Stevenson II. What's he look like? <gasps> That's not him. Is that him? That's not him. <gasps> his dad is a pastor. Here's a news article. I'm pulling up this news article. Maven, the intellectualist. Pastor says his son caught in mass scam is innocent. He's a devout believer. Well, okay. <laughs> sure, Jan. I mean, I hate to break it to you, Dad, but I did order a mask, never got it, and got some crazy emails, so... I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, this is what the dad said. Stevenson asserts that his son didn't have time to respond to the accusations and that the trials against him are a witch hunt. He also claims that a credit card company, which he neglected to name, is at fault in this issue, saying that they have been targeting companies and locking merchants out of the accounts, rendering them unable to service customers. Okay. Well, sure, Jan, sure, Dad. I mean... I'm trying to think of, like, as a parent perspective, like, what if that was Cooper creating, you know, this fraudulent e-commerce website? Would I go on record and say, my son is an innocent man? Probably not. I would throw Cooper under the bus so fast. I would say, he's a guilty SOB. Lock him up. What's that chant? Trump was saying, lock her up. Lock him up. Guilty. Okay? Because, one, I'm not trying to pay those fines. Do you know how much a lawyer is? A lot. It is cheaper to plead guilty. I'm just saying. Okay? Cooper, I would throw him under the bus. Bye, boy. Boy, bye. I swear to God, if Cooper ever tries to pull some shit like that, I don't whoop. Not yet, but it would be an ass whooping for the ages. But that's my story, y'all. I got frauded. <laughs> Corona fra frauded out of some masks that I should have never bought to begin with because why did I need them? I did not. Has anyone else been frauded like that? Anyone? Just me? Crickets? It's embarrassing. But now I can laugh about it, right? I got my money back. Thank God. I just feel bad for anyone who ordered those and like needed them, you know, the week that they said they needed them. But this is just to go to show you, you know, if you're going to start a business, do the most and do it right or else the DOJ is coming after yo ass, and I will snitch real fast, just like I did on Mike T, a.k.a. Mr. Rodney. <laughs> Look, that's all the time I've got. I hope you enjoyed that story. I'm trying to think of any other stories that I have that come close to that in my life, and I feel like nothing will ever come close to that. Um, not a lot of people can say they were frauded in the middle of a pandemic. Well, that's a lie. Maybe a lot of people can say they've been frauded in the middle of a pandemic. 
But add me to the list. It's a sad, sad truth. And it goes to show you what all of us will do when casualty strikes the world. You got to decide if you're going to be smart or be a scammer. And there's, it's one thing to be Joanne the scammer. It's another to be, uh, you know, a viral scammer like that. But you guys, just make sure you're doing the most. Do your research when you're buying stuff online. And then next time, I'm going to, if there's an about, a, like about the business, the people that run the business, I'm going to Google image search next time, okay? Because I need to make sure that it's not stock photo of white guy in blazer by computer. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next time on Doing the Most. And don't forget, continue doing the most in your everyday life because it is no fun being the one. Who-